Welcome to Calling Game, brought to you by Mediate. I'm Kelsey Trainer here with my co-host, Amma Jagnarine. What up, what up? Today, we're talking about Antonio Brown. You remember Antonio Brown? I remember him. He was the wide receiver who caught a 14-yard pass at the two-minute mark to help the Steelers win the Super Bowl in 2010. Well, let's flash forward to this year when he ends up on the Oakland Raiders. Um, from there, drama ensued. Okay, we start with Antonio Brown having a frostbitten foot. We then move to him uh, not wanting to wear the new helmet that the NFL wanted him to wear. Well, that passes. He ends up saying that he'll wear the helmet. However, he missed two crucial practices and then got into an altercation with the general manager of his team. Um, Following that, he released a video recording of him on the phone with the head coach, John Gruden. And at that point, there was too much drama. The Raiders stripped him of his guaranteed money and he ends up at the New England Patriots for a one-year deal. Think everything's good? Yep. The Raiders were like, I'll, I'll cut my losses. See you later. Not so fast. Around the time he was traded, news broke about a sexual assault complaint from his former trainer, which he denied. Um, so he was still on the Patriots lo- roster. And it wasn't until text messages came out that show that Antonio Brown threatening the story's sources and the Patriots, after those text messages came out, decided to release him. Following that, he released a series of tweets on how Ben Roethlisberger and Patriots owner Robert Kraft, among other people, have all been accused of sexual assault, yet here they are still in the league with their position, with their money, the double standard. So, Amba, give us your take. Listen, in the beginning of all of this, I was honestly, you know, giving Antonio Brown the benefit of the doubt with the whole helmet situation missing practices i was like this guy's just a straight-up diva it doesn't mean he's a bad person he's just you know right like i thought i thought there were issues but i thought that you know we could resolve them completely blindsided by all of this but i i saw other things there was this this allegation that he you know the sexual assault allegations with um with his former trainer there were many instances with her there were a few instances with um a an artist that he hired to paint a mural in his house um of of you know assault or you know stuff like that and i also read stuff i think it was a sports illustrated article where where you know reporters from sports illustrated spoke to people that have worked with antonio brown in the past um and one guy you know mentioned that antonio brown straight up feels like he doesn't have to pay working class people you know, like you really have to hunt hunt him down to to pay him for for simple things, like to get paid for simple things, um, which I think is super slimy, um, and obviously very frequently happens with people in in his position of power. But you know, kind of kind of makes sense that all the uh, these allegations. The other thing is that the NFL doesn't have the greatest track record with dealing with. Um, you know, victims of sexual assault and their pl- and their own players being accused. So, you know, you can be surprised that Antonio Brown was cut, but that honestly, he was not cut for the allegations. He was well, cut. That's the issue: is that he sent out these series of tweets yeah. that were calling out the NFL. They were calling out uh, different players. But um, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. He so the artist that I mentioned earlier that he hired to paint a mural in his home. She came out after he was he um, after the Patriots picked him up, and she sent screenshots of a conversation that that he had with her 
and his I think his lawyer and a bunch of other people. It was a group chat, and it, it was th- it was basically threatening. Like he sent her photos of her family, her kids, and stuff like that. He was cut for that, right? Like, so- don't get it twisted. Don't be like, oh, the Patriots, you know, did such a great job, you know, hiring, cutting him. He got fired basically because he was threatening a woman that was making allegations about her. Right. So that's my issue. Is is with that's my issue with this entire thing is yeah. that one you have these allegations okay the nfl is investigating understand that due process has to occur but he wasn't he wasn't placed the other issue is that he wasn't placed on the exempt list while when that he was, was with going, the patriots you know yeah. when that investigation was going on which is a problem but and that basically takes it out of the patriots hands like you can't even act on this right now he's not allowed to attend practices games whatever He's only allowed to, you know, be in the facility for treatment and stuff like that. But he, you know, they didn't do that. The NFL didn't do that. Two women came out. The NFL didn't do that. And then the only action that was taken was because of something really, like, egregious. Like, you can't send That had nothing to do with sexual assault, right. but had to do with really harassment. Yeah. And-, and if any, like, you, you, can't, you can't do that at all. Like, that was just something that is, obvi- like, glaringly obvious Here's my take. Two points. Number first point is that Antonio Brown is right. Yeah. yeah. About everything 100%. that he is saying about the league. Yeah. How they treat players, mm-hmm. how they treat white players differently and owners, owners yep. differently than African Americans, people of color. That's my first thought. My second thought my second take is that Antonio Brown is trash because when he put that picture up, when he put that post up about Robert Kraft being how they treat people differently. Yeah. He posted a picture of himself with the woman, with the trainer that has accused him of rape. How absolutely horrible oh, wow. and triggering is that? It's disgusting. That. I have I have no time for it. And here's the thing, Antonio, you want to defend yourself, you want to It's it's disgusting. I have no time for and it. And the thing is he's clearly a smart guy. He's not a, he's not a complete idiot. He knows what he's doing and he knows that what he did in the past is was wrong and he knows that those things are catching up to him and that's why he's doing everything he's doing. He released that that video about with the the phone call between him and John Gruden. He, you know, is calling out Robert Kraft and all these other He knows what he's doing. He's able to make those connections and maybe maybe somebody else is is, is in his ear or whatever, but he knows what he's doing. Not only that, but posting that picture by saying, oh, at one time we were good yeah. and she held my hand when we were doing a training session, that doesn't mean that you could not have raped her. Right. Just because at one point you were friends or at one point you had this great relationship, that doesn't mean that doesn't give you consent forever right. to do whatever you want. No. So that to me is why the photo is disgusting, the post is disgusting, everything about the whole entire situation is disgusting. And I have a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot more from Antonio Brown yeah. in the coming days. I really don't think this is going anywhere, Definitely obviously not. from the legal standpoint, but from his Twitter. Um, it's an endless supply of... Uh, and I, also, I just looked at that photo, like, that's, that's a clearly, like... No, no, like, I don't know what, what he was trying to, to He was trying to say, look, we say. were cool. This is the person who's accusing me of this. But, oh, Robert Kraft gets accused of, uh, you know, being in a, basically in a sex ring. And he's but good. He, but she was working for him. 
Like, that's a very different, I mean, that's what sane-minded people would say. But uh, Antonio Brown clearly has some issues right now where he thinks that because he was cool with her once that he could not have possibly then sexually assaulted her again. Right. Um, So Antonio Brown calling game on everything that you've done in the past two weeks. Um, Totally uh, agree with your need to support yourself and defend yourself. But no, absolutely not. It's not looking great for you, dude. In other news, women's sports have been having a bit of a time. Oh, yeah. First of all, Elena Deladon became MVP for the second time of the WNBA. She plays for the Washington Mystics. I would just like to point out. She's amazing. Her stat line this year. Oh, it's crazy. Absolutely incredible. Let me just read them for you really quickly. No WNBA player has ever recorded a season shooting 50% from the field, 40% from the three-point range, and 90% from the free... 90%? 90% from the foul line. wild. Those stats are incredible. She joins a very elite uh, group. I believe Dirk Nowitzki is one of those Mm -hmm. players, and a lot of players were congratulating her, a lot of NBA players, LeBron James included. Can I interrupt you really quickly? Go ahead. She did that with, like... uh, A mask. Right, a mask, because she, she, she had her nose broken, like, what, two months ago? Yes. And she had a, a bone bruise on her knee, like, that was lingering from, from, what, last year? Yeah. Like, she did it banged up. So here's my thing. With stats like that, 50% from the field, 40% from the three-point range, and 90% from the foul line, why is Elena Deladine not in the conversation of one of the greatest basketball players of all time? Yeah, I agree. There's no reason um, that she shouldn't be. She also should have be, it should have been unanimous, and there were a few you know, votes that, that said she, she should have gotten third or second place, which yeah. I don't understand. I don't have time for um, that. <laughs> if any of the voters are listening to this, can you let me know what your reasoning was? Shame. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. Uh, in other news, Megan Rapino, the U.S. women's national soccer team GOAT, yep. won the award for the best football slash soccer player. Um, at the Best FIFA Football Awards in Milan. Uh, she gave the most incredible speech. Um, I, I think the, I don't know how the room reacted. It didn't seem like there was as many applause as there should have been. If I was there, I would have probably stood up and cheered for every single thing that she said. Yeah. But she ended the, her speech by saying, I ask everyone here, lend your platform to other people, share your success. We have a unique opportunity to use this game to actually change the world for the better. I hope you take that to heart. Do something. And we have incredible power in this room. She wins best female football player and uses her platform to try to ask for change. Right. She's She's good. amazing. There's I, I don't have any other words. She looked amazing. Yeah, oh my god, her dress was incredible. Stunning. Her hair, she thanked her girlfriend, point. the legendary Sue Bird. <laughs> We love Sue Bird here. We really love Sue Bird, and there's a reason, um, which we probably shouldn't get into. But. We won't, but we love Sue Bird. Well, we're calling game on Antonio Brown, but we're also calling game in a very, very good way on Elena Deladon yeah. and Megan Rapino Goats. Join us next week. Um, we'll have a new episode for calling game on, on whatever shenanigans is going on in the sports world. 
We um, also have some pretty interesting and outstanding all-star guests lined up for the future. So, oh yeah, stay, stay tuned for that. Tuned. We're super excited about We're that. Very excited about some of the people that will be coming on in the future. So, follow us on Spotify and Apple, everywhere you can get podcasts. Like us on social media. We will be putting a lot of stuff out there. And Thursday night football is coming out. So go birds. Oh wow. Go birds. <laughs>